0: All lowercase. That's shopify.com/slash specialoffer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously, and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
2: Welcome to the Strictly anonymous, podcast. Strictly anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads
0: online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people
1: respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too
0: much. Real problem. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And
2: Anything goes. Motto of the show, let your grief flag fly. Probably
0: the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain.
2: Here is your host,
0: Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, this is a call in advice show, I say, but really not. It's like a place where people call in to talk about their naughty secret lives. But some people call in for advice. I love giving advice. I like helping people. I give unprofessional advice, but I think it's kind of good. Uh, so if you have a problem and your friends don't want to help you with it anymore, they're sick of fucking listening to you, or you have a secret naughty life that you want to talk about. While remaining anonymous, I change everybody's voices. Uh, send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com, or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com, and click on Be on the Show. And if you want to call in and leave a confession, you could do that. I have a confessionals line. Call 347 420 3579. That's 347 420 3579. That number will be in the description. Today I have on Sam. Now I always get a little excited when I am talking to someone that had a quote unquote addiction because I had an addiction. I'm like 17, 18. I can't even count how many years quote unquote sober I am at this point. I did quit drinking a long time ago and uh, it's one of, it was like the greatest thing I ever did in my life. It changed me for the better like nothing else has changed me besides being a mom, but uh, it And so when I get people like this on my show, I do tend to talk a little bit more than usual. So fuck off all you people that are going to say in the comment section on YouTube, like stop interrupting or stop talking. What I try to tell people a lot of times on my show is I am not interviewing people. I don't have a list of questions written down or an agenda or something that I need to get out. I just get on the phone and I have a conversation with people. And a conversation is two people talking, me being one of them. Okay. And when I'm talking, I try not to talk a lot or not to talk about myself a lot. But when I do have an addict on, I do talk a little bit more because been there, done that. Uh, I like to give my little tidbits to, I always hope that when I have these kinds of episodes on, that people that have an addiction uh, might be, you know, a light bulb might go off, you know, because of something that my guest said or that I said. So I do interject a little bit more in this. So like I said, keep your fucking opinions about me interrupting to yourself. All right, I'm warning you. This is my warning. <laughs> but I love this episode because, you know, Sam is addicted to porn. He was addicted to porn. He's been able to get himself out of that. Why he was addicted to porn, he's in a bad marriage. It's a very common problem, right? But, you know, when we get specific about, you know, what's going on in his marriage, it's pretty fascinating. Um, You know, yeah, there's vanilla sexes thrown out there, which we could all relate to, but there's this whole other thing going on with kids and her wanting a lot of them and how that plays out in their marriage and why they don't have sex anymore and why he got addicted to porn. Uh, That's all fascinating. We get a little bit more into that later in the conversation. Um, So you want to make sure you stay tuned for that because it's interesting and unique, his situation, Um, and also pretty hardcore. And in the beginning, we talk all about his addiction, how he got addicted, what did he do? Uh, and I focused more on like how he kicked his habit because I feel like that's always interesting. I didn't, now I realize now that I'm doing my intro that I didn't talk so much about like what he did on those phone sex lines and stuff, but he got addicted to all kinds of porn. He got out of it. He talks about how he did and it's all super interesting. Now I think porn addiction, whether it exists or not, is very controversial uh, topic, so listen to this, and you know, maybe you'll think differently about it, maybe you won't. I don't know, but you know, if you're on YouTube, comment there. Uh, I love getting in conversations, but like I said, keep your comments about me interrupting off, okay? Because I hate those <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna be right back on with Sam.
2: This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast.
0: Oh, uh, hi. Sam, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I appreciate you having me on. And it's nice to meet you after listening to many of your podcasts before. So,
0: Oh, cool. How did you find my show? Was um, it YouTube or just like on the podcast?
1: Yeah, it was YouTube. It was like, uh, you know, when you search for things and some yeah. other things get suggested. and uh,
0: There I, I was. was
1: You know, interested in sex stuff, obviously. So uh, you were uh, one of the things that popped up and then I joined your Patreon. So.
0: Oh, awesome! I that's what I love about YouTube. I really feel like maybe a lot of podcasts don't utilize it as a platform or think it's worthy, but it really is because I feel like there's a lot of people on YouTube that I find, and mostly all of my audience on YouTube, I would ne- they would never have found me on a podcast app. You know, that's where they look for things. So I think it's so great. I love YouTube because YouTube is a place where people could comment. So anyone listening, go yep. comment there. Uh, so listen, Sam. Your deal is this: like you emailed me that you've been married for a long time, and you did have like a time in your life. I'm thinking maybe you came out of it where you had like a porn addiction. And I was like, that's the part that stuck out to me in uh, your email. Because I feel like porn addiction, quote unquote, is a little... I think it's more common than people want to say it is I do think some and it's very controversial because you know you have people on one side saying it doesn't even exist that's made up it's not a thing and you know you have other people on the other side saying it is so why don't you tell me a little bit about your story and then we'll wrap about it because I do think that porn addiction is very common I do believe that it I think you can be addicted to anything and I I am an addict okay addicts are are one thing, and then whatever you use and you get addicted to is meaningless it doesn't matter you could addicted to pick you could get addicted to picking lint off of the floor and just do that all the yeah, time I, to get out you're, that,
2: you're right
0: right so the addiction is always there whether you use porn you use jesus you use alcohol you use cocaine you use uh, worry i think being a hypochondriac is a, is an addiction it's an addiction to worry i have that too as an addict i know so i believe that porn addiction exists so why don't you tell me your sto- your history with it
1: well, I think you got to go back to when I was young mm-hmm. and uh, started and, and discovered that I think I was predisposed to addiction to uh, pornography at a really young age. I mean, I was introduced to um pornography probably at the typical age. I'm in my mid 40s. Yeah. So, you well, know, But what is the back- typical
0: what? age that you think it is to Well, pick-
1: I I think it'd be like uh back in those days it was a little bit older than probably these days uh-huh. with the internet. Uh so I'm going to say magazines and stuff that we found that my, like my friend's dad had, you know, was probably about 13
2: mm-hmm. or
1: so. And then, and then actually like sneaking videos out or, or, uh, stuff like that was probably my freshman year in high school. So about 14, 15. Yeah. Um, so, and then, um, and so I just remember just being, now this is kind of hard to, uh, every young boy will see sex or sees images and goes like you know bonkers but it was i think there was more to it than it, to me um but you can't really be addicted at that young age because you don't have access to it um you know you can't just uh, do it whenever you want to so that started for me after i grew up i got married um my marriage kind of was uh Difficult to say mm-hmm. the least, mm-hmm. and um, and then I started playing around online, and then you know, i i I was very limited because of uh, I didn't want my wife to find out. I had to be very careful. You know, I've heard about stories about wives going through their husbands' phones and finding stuff. <laughs> so where it kind of all, yeah. where it kind of all exploded for me was I decided to get a separate phone where I could just use it for. Stuff like that. Uh, I could, uh, you know, if I've always enjoyed phone sex, so I would call phone sex lines and I would, uh, you know, try to meet uh, chat different chat lines and also pornography. So after I got that,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it seems like all the shackles were just broken off and i could oh, do no. whatever no. i wanted <laughs> yeah it, there was no restriction so mm-hmm. i have a, i have a job where i have uh, uh, some flexibility and free time and it wasn't very long before i just was doing that hours a day i'd go to work early i'd stay late i would sneak away at different times of the day and uh, you know you I've, I've listened to your podcast and I think you've had some porn and sex addicts on just Mm -hmm. by listening to them, whether they do it or not. Yeah. And, and it's the same thing. It's the, Mm -hmm. uh, it's the being really aroused by two people having sex, then that's not enough. So then you have to go to places like orgies. And, and, and then one thing I read in my recovery that really stuck out to me is when you're addicted and you're always trying to up the ante, you start doing things you wouldn't normally do. So I'm, I'm straight. I'm a straight guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm not even really what you call bi, bi curious, but in that process, I was watching gay porn or bisexual porn, uh, interesting stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because just to get the, get the thrill, get the, um, get the, uh, you know, it's no different than drugs or alcohol. Your body... You need becomes, more and more. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You need more and more. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's so... Progr- they really would say...
0: The word would be... I know I cut you off. Sorry. Uh, it's progressive. No. They say, oh, it's a, a progressive disease. And for sure yeah. it is. That's the, that's what happens.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, you know, I was, I was uh, not... Uh, completely unaware of what was going on. I wasn't thinking what I was doing was normal. Uh, <laughs> right. You know, uh, yeah. so I was, I had enough wherewithal, but it, so, but after it, it took several years of of, of hours, uh, I mean, I mean, literally hours a day, and that's not, that's not healthy. And it, and it, it got to the point where, um, you know, you, the simple things don't arouse you anymore. It has to be hardcore, you know. For sure, mm-hmm. that, that's 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 probably one of the biggest um, things people don't realize, and I think that's what's happening nowadays with the internet is uh, you have really young people getting addicted. So you know how the the story goes. You know, you, you have like an eighteen year old that that can go on forever and ever, but they they have erectile issues.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and because they if they don't have that that. Uh, hardcore stuff in front of them, they can't get, uh, become aroused.
0: Right. So there's, it's like a rabbit hole. You go down in that. And like you said, you know, if you're doing it daily and all the time, you do need more and more and more more dirty and more, you know, listen, and then where do you find yourself? Like you said, you found yourself like watching, Gay porn when and that's not even something that you're into. And that's where nope. you know you have a problem. When I was drinking alcohol, it's like and I'm sorry, I'm gonna talk a lot in this episode because when I talk to people that have addiction, I love it because I've like been there, done that, and I totally get it, you know?
2: Uh, and like sure. when I
0: had was drinking alcohol, like there was a certain point, and I feel like this was when I reached my bottom and it was very soon after that I started I quit and I that's when I you know got sober but because I when I was drinking I was doing things that it wasn't me. You know what I mean? And a lot of people will be like, oh, when you drink, like the truth comes out. It's like, no, actually not. I was being mm. completely someone that I wasn't. Like I was doing things and saying things when I was drunk. I had no control over myself that I would never do. And I was waking up every morning horrified, you know, just wanting to take 10 showers because I couldn't get over like what I did the night before. And that was yep, the alcohol, yep. you know, and that's when I realized I had to stop because I had no control over myself. So I totally get that there's no subconscious things coming in that you're kind of attracted to guys you're just not facing it you know what i mean like fuck off right, those right. people that are saying that like no you were you were just so far in like that was like where you really have to realize like something's fucking wrong here because I, this isn't yeah. even something i like but i need it or else i can't yep. get out of myself
1: well i think that's very true and i think to your point, and this is the way porn addiction is also common with other addictions is shame. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. afterwards, after you go to these places and you think, well, okay, I, you know, like especially with porn, uh, some of it's very abusive to women. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like, well, I actually participated in that, whether it was, I wasn't directly, but by watching that, I gave somebody money to help keep producing that kind of stuff. And it creates a lot of shame. Yeah, And then when you get that shame, it, it just makes you go back into it because you mm-hmm. you're, you feel terrible, you feel shameful about it, and you're like, well, you're not worth. And I don't know if it's that way with alcohol. I don't have experience yes, that, that same way shit. with porn. So it's like yeah. you feel so bad that you're like, well, what's the point of mm-hmm. doing anything different? I'll just go back there again, and it's like a bad cycle.
0: Yeah, it's like you're in the hamster wheel and you can't get out. And I always feel like, for me as a sober person, because I did get out of that, I always feel like, how the fuck did that happen? If I look back, I just feel so lucky that somehow something clicked in me because I think it is very, very difficult to get out of that cycle. For me, my shame got too much. Like I said, it was towards the end. That's what got me to stop because I couldn't take that feeling the next day that I felt, and that became greater than my sort of need to check out. But when you do stop... You know, it is it is very hard, but let's just stay with the story a little bit more. I just want to know because, I mean, as a person that just got a separate phone, you know, for my show, mm-hmm. I find it very hard to keep two phones going and keep them separate. Uh-huh. And if I was like yeah. trying to hide the other one, I don't know that I could. It's hard enough for me to find it half the time or figure out which it... I'm doing. How did you like how hard was it to keep like this whole secret life? Um. Or was it easy? And that's the scary it wasn't. thing. It
1: was Yeah, you know, it, it it was something that takes discipline. And it's something that, uh, like, like this phone, I'm calling you on it because uh, I don't want anybody else to know, obviously. So... It takes a lot of discipline. It Make, make sure it's always on vibrate. It, it never comes off of vibrate. So <laughs> I mean, it can't yeah. accident, it'll accidentally ring where I'm using my phone and there's another phone ringing in my pocket and everybody's looking at me like, what's going on there? Um, because I do work around people. I, I work with family. It's a family business. So I have to be very careful that way. And then it just goes into a hiding spot at the end of the day. And, and then it, it comes out when I I... I needed So that part wasn't overly difficult, but mm-hmm. you can't, you can't screw up.
0: You now, did you that, wife ever, are you still with that wife? Yeah. It's kind
1: of like we're, we're kind of a trap. We're together for the, uh, for the, for the kids and mm-hmm. for the, um, family issues that, you know, divorce, uh, could cause. I live in a very, uh, rural, uh, area, a very conservative area, and it would just make a, a kind of a mess of things. And, uh,
0: the website, and the email address will all be in the description. But you never never, got caught. Like, did she ever find out anything? No, I I was very fortunate that way. Okay. And then what, what was the turning point for you that you were like this... I can't do this anymore and then how did you seek treatment like what did you do did you go to like meetings did you go to a therapist like because I think anyone that's going to quit something you need help you it's you can't do it alone
1: exactly Mm -hmm. um so I was in a predicament because I did not really want to tell my wife about this and that's what they and and Programs and everything, yeah. and I started researching. That's one of the things that, they, that you have to do. You have to tell your wife. Yeah. You have to, you know, confess. And I, I did not want to go down that road for, yeah. for two reasons. I didn't want to hurt her.
2: Yeah.
1: Number one, but also for selfish reasons. Look, our sex life sucked, and I, I wrote this a little bit in the email. Um, it was very. We didn't. It's kind of funny to say it, but it, we didn't. Uh, we weren't together uh, sexually until after we were married. And um, and what I thought would happen is uh, over time, I thought she would open up more, but she was very close-minded to sex. And very, um, you know, people use the word vanilla, but this is like vanilla on steroids. It was just, uh, oh my God, <laughs> it was, <really>? yeah, it <laughs> was like, uh, you know, we, we have sex to have a family. I mean, this is not her words, but this was like, and we, and, and that was actually part of the arousal for her was, uh, um, having a family and having, a, a, a for, like, uh, uh, using a like, for example, she hated birth control and, um. And just this it just would be a, such a downer and turn off and she didn't never wanted me to like pull out to come. Uh, ever, it was always in sight for for what I found out were obvious reasons. And then to the point where she gave me a book one time that said uh, you know, it was a book about sex, but it uh, explained how a woman cannot orgasm if a man pulls out to ejaculate.
0: And that was, uh, <laughs> really? you know, and I'm like, really? I feel like women have Is been that, doing that for the, since you know, the dawn of time. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I'm like,
1: <laughs> but I was kind of taught by her. Yeah. And and so I felt really trapped and I felt like there wasn't an open, open place to explore sexually because Mm -hmm. one of the things you learn in addiction recovery is if you're married, you know, you tell your spouse and you try to work through it and you, you, you stop looking at pornography, obviously you stop uh, um, masturbating and you try to work just on your, your marriage and your sexuality there for, From the beginning anyway, but I didn't have anywhere to go. So I thought I have a really unique situation because I don't have anywhere to go sexually with my wife um, because she's so close minded and so, you know, almost to the freak out mode if I suggest anything. Uh, So. So what I did to help myself to get to the point where I'm at today is a lot of youtube a lot of research and yes and then i did sign up for a program um that it was you know you go into meetings um which was a little tricky to to schedule that secretly but i i made it work
2: Mm -hmm.
1: um and you go into meetings and you meet other other people that have your your problem and you you talk about it and you go through programs and you you learn about why what's going on in your brain is going on Uh, you learn about things like um you know, good hormones like uh, dopamine being the biggest one uh, when it comes to arousal and uh, sexuality and how it's good to, you know, let those things build up and, and then release in your body. And what pornography was doing was just basically Give opening it. the flood floodgates yeah. all at once. Yeah. And, and something all at once is never a good thing.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
1: And so you learn about those things. So you learn uh, replacement therapy. Okay. If I get fidgety, you know, what do I do? Uh, you know, and, uh, and it took a long time to, to get to the point, like years.
2: Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it, it isn't something yeah. that, yeah, I just went and I said, okay. And I stopped. Yeah. It's not the movies. Stop doing, yeah. yeah. Right. And it, and it wasn't over and I would have good streaks and then I would just go through bad streaks. Yeah. And, uh, um, so
0: can I ask you a question? Because I think sure. that a lot of people might find this episode that might think that they have this issue. And, you know, I always like to help people. So I feel like you could be very helpful if you give people some information of like specifically, like you said, I did some, like I did replacement therapy. Like what did you use to, when you got fidgety and wanted to go down that rabbit hole, what did you use to distract yourself and go someplace else? Like what were some um, of the things you did?
1: Okay. So I, I, l- I have a lot of hobbies. Mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of things I enjoy. Yeah. And, and what one of the bad things about addiction is is it takes all those things and it just pushes them away. Yeah, And, and so I cultivated those things more, uh, like, you know, even to the point where if I need to kill some time, you know, I like sports, I like football, I like baseball and, and, you know, you can, you can Find stuff out and read, and I enjoy reading. I enjoy learning things, and so what I what I do now is I just, you know, my my YouTube suggestions are not filled with uh, garbage uh, or anymore. Or uh, well, you know what I'm trying to say here. It's it's just uh, going to your hobbies, going to the things you enjoy.
0: Um, and not just or, like it doesn't mean like just because you're into sports and someone will be like, well, I can't go play football because I don't have something. But you're like, you don't even have to go do the sport. You could listen to a no, podcast about it. You yeah, could go read about it. Yeah. I, right. I find your
1: podcast yeah. fascinating yeah. Uh, because of all the different people you have on. Um, so, so that's what it is. And mm-hmm. and and this is a, a little different, but this is more unique to me because I figured out what works for me. Yeah. Is I'm real. If I'm really aroused and I'm really you know feeling it i i can masturbate mm-hmm. okay i can find a private place but what i can't do is i can't go to Pornhub and, and masturbate porn to Hub. porn yeah masturbate right. to porn because Pornhub basically you know pe- for people that are familiar with it and use it they they hook you in pretty good because they're they find out what you like and yeah. then they suggest things and then so you're watched, and the addicts will will uh, will uh, understand this. you watch something for something's thirty seconds. no, that's no good. Mm-hmm. go on to the next thing, and there's always that new suggestion. So what happens is you what should be like twenty minutes to sit back and relax and have an orgasm turns out to be hours because you can't find that, that, that next fix. You can't find what you're really looking for or what's going to really push you over the edge. So like right now I could something I couldn't do before I I could do right now. I could kick, like I could uh, find a private place in my car, for example, and, and kick the seat back and, and masturbate with nothing uh, except my imagination Mm -hmm. and, and take 20 minutes or whatever, a a normal, amount of time and then and then and then that uh, then you work through it and then it's and done then and then it's done yeah. and, and and before the, the the thing is and and this is another addict thing is you didn't want to orgasm because if you orgasm yeah it felt it's bad. done. But, but then you're done. Yeah,
0: you want to stay in that yep. state. Yeah, it's yeah. Like all about like yeah. avoidance and you know, so the yeah. longer yeah. something takes you out, the better. So that's why it becomes the thing and that's why it can be addictive because they are set up to take you down the rabbit hole. No different than Instagram or any of these other things that we just go oh, in yeah. and you're like, oh my God, an hour went by and I was just like reading about someone I don't even know. You know what I mean? Looking at their uh-huh. pictures and shit, you know, it's like crazy. Yeah. So we're all, well, I think, facing it, you know, but I think that yeah when it gets to the point where you are at where, you know, it's making you feel shameful and it's taking you away from yeah. your life. And you're, like you said, your hobbies, like you said, like it takes well, you away from those things. So you don't have time. If you're spending four hours just having one orgasm, you have no time left in the day.
1: <laughs> I know. And sometimes it would go days without right. an orgasm just because... You know, oh interesting so it, really it's, it's just it's just weird it's so it's so messed up in mm-hmm. way because why I mean orgasm is the the, the climax right yeah. that's what you're I mean and, and and you're delaying that 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 gratification for for what reason it's not even doesn't even make sense when you think about it but it, but it does yes.
0: if you actually think about it it's exactly yeah, right. like perfect if you think about mm-hmm. it you know what I'm saying like yeah. It really no, I, is. I, I, yeah yeah
1: yeah you' you're exactly right mm-hmm. so so I don't know like but like right now like in my life I I really also think that you know when you start looking into therapy anybody who's been in therapy one of the first things you you learn about is mindfulness and you don't necessarily have to meditate all the time and and just you know do that kind of, but I did learn a lot of uh ways to um uh, redirect your brain yeah, they called stinking so,
0: thinking and AA, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, yeah, no more yeah. stinking thinking. You want to yeah. retrain your brain when you start to go that way. What kind of things did you learn to do? And I know that you feel like, oh, it's so just specific to you. But I always feel like you never know that there's somebody out there that like it would work oh, I, for them yeah. or something. You know what I mean? So it's always helpful to really tell your story because other people can relate and maybe take these tips and use them themselves.
1: Sure. So. So like sometimes even like during the day, you know, I'll, I'll uh, close my eyes, 20 minutes of meditation, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you you do do breathing. And I think that that helps me a lot too. um. And then also, I think, to the point where I think this is what for pornography addiction, what trips a lot of men up is when you first go into it, and you look at things, there's a very, very big thing about abstinence complete abstinence no pornography which is okay that part i get but then there's you can't masturbate you can't do anything and i think that freaks a lot of guys out to to the point where where wait like, is, is that what they
0: tell you in the in the in recovery or what do you mean
1: yeah. In recovery. Yeah. Um, it's that's, they really, really stress that.
0: Oh, really? And
1: then, you know, if you ever, yeah, Google no fab. I learned what no fat meant. I didn't have any No what?
0: No F-A-T? F-A-T? No FAP.
1: F- no and an F-A-P. Oh, no fat uh,
0: F-A-P. Okay. What does that stand for?
1: Well, it, it means abstaining from masturbation. Oh. And so, but what they're trying to do, and I get it, but what it does is I think it, 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 like guys like me, it completely freaks them out because it's like, right. uh, it makes it seem I like, no, I, I can't it, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot. And then if you, if you start going down that road, there's a lot of people that are just like abstaining for sex for 90 days and no, no masturbation. And I'm thinking why is sex is pleasurable.
0: And you have sex to have is, it. It's like food. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I right. mean, yeah.
1: But what's the purpose? Now I understand a purpose for somebody that is addicted for for a period of time, but what I think happened to me is that freaked me out because it's like okay, I have this. Uh, basically, my wife and I haven't had sex for well, it's going on a year now. Right. Um, so you're not getting that I'd release not,
0: anywhere else.
1: Right. And so if if you have like a single uh, person uh, or or something, and you're you're told that that you just can't. Uh, you Even can't masturbate, have any sexual yeah. release. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and and I don't agree with that. I think that's stupid, and uh-huh. I actually think that's. Uh, and I get the kind of the concept, but I I think that's something that that can be
0: tweaked a little bit. And yeah, not- because listen to what you did. It was so. Right, and the point that you made that you'll pull over on the side of the road, which I think is hilarious. And yeah. you know, because you're a horny, you got a boner and you got to release it, but and uh-huh. you jerk off. But the difference is, and this is what is so important, is you don't go to porn, you use your yeah. imagination. And that is to me, apples and oranges that is yeah. the difference, and that is the difference that makes. That's what makes all the difference because it wasn't orgasming for you that was the problem or for an addict. It was spending four hours to fucking get there. You're not going to spend four hours in your mind. You can't, okay? So I think that it's so smart of you and I'm so glad that you, because I think like what you say and what you're bringing up is super important that a lot of times certain programs or certain people have it in their mind that you have to do it this way. And I'm so glad that you went in and you decided to, you know, go sober on your thing. But you, when you saw something that didn't make sense, you're like, I, you know, I don't need to do that, but I'm still going to do it. Because I think what happens is a lot of people say, oh, I can't not masturbate. So fuck that. And then they throw it all away. You know, there yeah, were a exactly. lot of things when I went into, I did AA for a couple months in the beginning. And there were a lot of things that they put on the table that I was like, I, I don't want to talk to somebody every day for my whole life or go to a meeting right. every single day. It was, I, I just didn't want to live in my problem forever but I wanted to get over it you know so I took what I wanted from the program that worked for me and I was still right. very successful I'm 17 years sober and never had a fucking drink you know or oh, good for uh, you. yeah, good. so it. I do believe like and I, I teach this to my son the most important thing in life I feel like is to have your own brain you know and really think yeah. for yourself no matter what you don't have to take the whole thing that they're pitching to you but take most of it right like and that's what you did you said you know what like I want to quit but like I do want to masturbate and I think what you're saying is so right on the money like you don't have to not masturbate it but it's like how you do it and that and so I think you are smart and you were still successful and you didn't throw it all out the window and say no yeah. and so people listening those guys that because I think a lot of people will be like oh I can't do that so then they just totally don't wind up taking the help or listening to anything else I'm like long winded right. about it, but you know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, no, it, I think you're bringing exactly up great right. points. Yeah.
1: And I also want to say, you know, okay. So even like right now, yeah, just recently after about two years of nothing, as far as uh, uh, pornography goes. Yeah. Okay. I have started to reintroduce some stuff now. That's you gotta be, it, it's worked for me, but, but, but here's here's the thing, and this is for me because because I'm, I'm trapped in my marriage. I don't re- a small time, I don't. There's so many reasons why I can't cheat or do something in real real life. I'm putting up my fingers mm-hmm. in quotation. Um, so so I do a little bit, but just mostly just like uh, images. So basically the biggest poison for me was, and what I realized about myself was the tube, the pornography tube sites, uh, like, you know, the whole, the whole list. I, I've been there every single one of them. <laughs> so, uh, and so that pretty much, it, it's off limits. I can't go there because I know if I go there, it'll be, it'll be way, 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 way
0: too much. Uh-huh. But, but you go someplace else. But I do
1: a little bit. Just for the sake of, you know, the, the simple visual is, is appealing sometimes,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. So I, I just didn't quite hardly feel like, uh, imagine like, you know, it's sexy. I mean, and, and that's the biggest difference now is it's sexy, it's, it's uh, erotic, and it's pleasurable, and it's not, um, and, that, and that's what it should be. And it's not an addiction.
0: Right. You so could feel I, the
1: difference. I, I, I know the difference. Yeah. I can feel the difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, and I kind of introduced that slowly. And I, and I, I felt like after that amount of time, I could, uh, I could try that.
0: So, yeah, listen, so, I think that it's very like, um, and I was going to say this and you've said a couple things that were like exactly what I was going to say. It's like, you know, with, with, Certain addictions, it's a, harder to kick some addictions t- than others. Like, you know, for me, drinking is not a part of everyday life, drinking alcohol. So it was very right. easy, in some sense, for me to say, no more drinking. I don't go into bars. It's very black and white, and that's it. There, it's a lot harder for the person, like, you know, the person that's addicted to food and eating or the person that's addicted to sex, because these are things that you, can do and are good to do and need to do yeah. in your everyday life so i feel yeah. like it's a lot harder to kick those habits than like a drug right. habit or something because you don't need that to survive
1: exactly yeah, yeah. it's a, a, sex- a hard,
0: it's a dance
1: sexuality and, and 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 is is a part of life yeah absolutely
2: like,
1: like drinking alcohol well you, you can drink lots of different things where you're not going to actually stop ingesting liquid, right? right. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean you, there's alternatives. So it's like sex it's not the sex that's the problem it's the it's the addiction uh, aspect of it and um, right but and what so, i really
0: believe okay sorry to cut you off again but I, what i no, really no, okay. believe and tell me if you're doing this is that you know you could take whatever you're addicted out whether it's porn what like i said you could be addicted to anything right whatever that is yeah. that's making you check out for your life and not sh- fucking show up um, right. whatever that is, you could get rid of it. But I know for me, the you know, I thought my problem was alcohol, so I quit drinking. And then when I quit drinking, all these things started to come up. And then I realized, oh, like drinking wasn't the problem. My problem <laughs> is feeling. I don't like these feelings. And oh, I yeah, want to oh. get out of these feelings. And now that I don't have alcohol, what the fuck do I What can I do? And I have to actually sit here and feel this, you know, so I think it's so important that after you put that down, that you spend your time, not just on your hobbies and your distractions, but working on the part of you that needs to run away to begin with. So that's why I'm asking you, like, do you take care of that too? Are you trying to figure out what you were running away from?
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly what. Yeah, that was like I, I just a little. I just touched on it a little earlier when yeah. you're in the recovery is is why things happen. And for me, I know why things happened the the way they they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, I was predisposed, but that that regardless, that doesn't matter. But it was being trapped in in my life, yeah, and, and thinking to myself. I remember this is kind of funny. Back when I was a kid, I would, you know, my mom would have these, you know, magazines like, you know, every friend, good housekeeping, but good housekeeping and just like women's magazines, whatever. And, and, and I would pick them up and paste them if I didn't have anything to do, you know, uh, and, and there was interesting articles in almost every one of them about sexless marriages. And I was, you know, a teenager and I thought, well, that'll never happen to me. (laughs) (laughs) right Um, I would never put up with
0: that yeah yeah right right Uh, I mean there's
1: things you can do blah 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 and I went you know so that was kind of naive at the time so then you know fast forward and and uh, my marriage just went went in a completely different direction than I was ever expecting and and we just wanted so many different things out of life I mean I'm at the point now where it's cold where I'm at and I'd love to be in Florida and I have the means to be in Florida. Yeah. Except for, I'm just tied with a huge giant chain uh, to where I'm at now and I can't, I can't get away unless I go by myself. But um, so so for me, it was just being trapped, being trapped in like under this thumb of this is what you're as expected of you in life. And you have all these uh, this big family and you have to support them and it, and you have to go to work and you have to. I mean, I, I own my own business with the, my family and it's just like all that pressure and stress was just uh, uh, with no outlet. Um, yeah no escape and, and so i yeah no escape I, mm-hmm. I felt i felt trapped and um you know the the person that you're you're married to is supposed to help with that kind of stuff in an ideal situation but that was kind of like part of the
0: problem so that's what caused me to just uh, but my point kind of is, but well, my question would be you know a have you ever let her know how trapped you feel and B mm-hmm. do you fe- still feel trapped or have you reframed your situation? I mean like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I still feel trapped in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel
1: like I have a, a system in place to, um, make it, make it work for me. Yes, I have told her, mm-hmm. um, and and that, that that creates a lot of re- resentment and a lot of stress we've been to like marriage like probably five different marriage counselors over the last uh 10 years so mm-hmm. it's not and and it's something that i really 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 and that's um, Trying to collect my thoughts here. That is something that at this point I have no interest in going anymore because I feel <laughs> like I put everything on the
0: table. I right. tried,
1: I did everything I possibly could. Right. I'm you feel done. like you, you,
0: you can't, it's, it can't be done. changed. You got to change just, yourself. Yeah. 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 I
1: mean, we would go into those places and, and you know, the therapists, if you ever go to marriage counseling or couples therapy, they, they're nice, and they try to see both sides. And I guess you read between the lines. They, you know, you kind of get this sympathetic look from them when they look at me, like, "Oh my <laughs> God, you got your hands full." Well but <laughs> I'm, I'm not blameless. I'm not, I'm yeah. not Mister, Mister Perfect. But, yeah. but I'm actually willing to work on something. I don't just close up and, and yeah. shut everything down and say, "No, no, no, this is basically the way it is, and the way things have to be." Mm-hmm. And so so i'm at a point now where where i can make it work it's getting to the point now i really would like to feel some touch sexual you know real touch real skin when was the last time you guys had sex um it was it's been it'll last spring and that and that was just very few and far between it, it, because it just, it just, if if birth control is used, it, it's a it's a panic issue, and, and there's no arousal there on her end. And if we don't use it, it well, that that gets into other other issues there too. But um, you yeah, don't want it, to have any not, more
0: kids, so for you, it, then it's an arousal issue if you're not. Using yeah, it. yeah I and I, it. Yeah. I I
1: tell, I pretty much flat out told yeah. her that. Yeah, that's and okay then, to say. And, yeah, I mean, sex is not about procreation. I mean, it's something that has to happen for procreation to happen, but that's not to be all end all. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, and sometimes when
0: it does become that and couples are having problems and they have to do it just for that, I mean, it could really kill your sex life. Yeah.
1: So really right now I have to be careful, you know, at this point, because you know, that, that, that part of it is, is starting to creep in more more now over time because even before last spring, I mean, it wasn't like we were making love every other night, you know, it was, it's pretty, I could probably count on one hand in the last two years. In fact, I know I can how many times we were together. And even then it was like awkward because it's just like, you know, we don't know what to do with
0: one another. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that, it's crazy that, you know, two people, two people, both you and her, you know, have this, thing that is not working. I'm sorry. Like there is a piece of the pie oh, no. that is just not there and there's probably, uh, it doesn't sound like every other piece is there.
1: Uh, you're actually, uh, yeah, right.
0: Okay. So you have something that's very broken, not right, doesn't work, needs to be fixed. And I know that, like you said, you tried and she, you know, but like, and that you're like, okay to just accept it because you're afraid of what the neighbors think or your kids, are they, your kids still young? Uh,
1: no, yeah, our our kids are, uh, um, yeah, it's it's that part of it is not so much what the neighbors say, but you know, financially, it would cause a mess.
0: And, right, right. There's a lot, and I to don't want to hurt
1: and, and my and my kids. Yeah, and my kids. I don't want to hurt my kids. They have a they they do have a good mom, and um, you know, she's messed up, but you know, that's the adults.
0: <laughs> right, but she would life. still be their mom.
1: She would still be their mom, and I and I couldn't, I couldn't do that to so. Yeah, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I, and, and not only that, you know, all the reasons I don't. Want to get in a position where the grass is greener on the other side? I don't know. I don't.
0: I'm sorry, but the grass work. is greener I'm, on the other side. Uh, <laughs> I know. No, gonna, no, don't don't. You're
2: tempting me, Kathy. You're tempting me.
0: <laughs> the so, grass is definitely yeah. greener. On the, not to say that you can't make your grass greener. I mean, but there's greener grass out there. Okay, your yeah, grass is me, fucking so brown. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Is yeah.
1: Is, 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 is I got life left here? What yeah. What am I? What am I? What am I going to? do with it. And, and where, and yeah, do I, do I feel stuck? I absolutely feel stuck. And that's why, like, um, to refer to one of your other podcasts, I, I listened to a, a Janae Wright one is um, uh, that kind of resonated for me. Cause I thought, I thought that was kind of fun how she enjoyed marrying, but married men, but she also pointed out something that I thought was very relevant is that it's not just sexual guys like to hear have yeah. somebody to talk to hear yeah. about their day. Yeah. We're, we're, we're emotional guys too. We're yeah. not just, you know, 100% sex all the time. And I miss that. Mm-hmm. I miss that a lot. I enjoy talking to you just to unload all this. Uh, yeah. Just, I think it's therapeutic just because um, somebody cares or something. Yeah. It's uh, telling my story a little bit. And, and Do you have a therapist? A I don't write at the moment. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, yeah. I went, some things in life settle down just a little bit. Yeah. It, it's definitely on the list.
0: Yeah. It's hard you to know. find the right one for sure. Uh, I did have yeah. a better help, uh, thing. You could use better help. You
1: know, yeah. <laughs> I tried better help. I actually did try better help. And I, it, what was hard for me was yeah. scheduling issues. Right. Like even for, I had to cancel this, 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 our, our podcast one yeah. because something came up and, uh, I was really hoping I could make this one Yeah, and it has worked, but, uh, but the the BetterHelp thing was, it was just a big scheduling issue, and there's so many therapists to choose from, and you have no, really no clue about them. It's hard. Yeah, it but is better hard. Help, mm-hmm. But BetterHelp, but yeah, I'm familiar with them, and I actually uh, tried them for a month. Yeah, yeah, that's and, great. But and,
0: I just think that, you know, you definitely want, because you're still in your, you know, that reason of why you, you know we're doing and getting addicted, you know, it's still there. You still feel trapped. You still want to let go. And I just, I don't know. I always feel like life is so short and, and not to say that, listen, leaving your wife is the end all be all, you know, or, but I just think like, or, or but i think then try to fix it still i know you know but i know that you just but maybe the right thing is like what you did which is just decide to give up on that and just try to accept it for yeah. what it is and move on
1: yeah and, and that's that the problem with me is um with when it comes to our marriage is i i look at my wife now and i have no desire to fix it my desire to fix it is, is completely done because mm-hmm. it's just like you know, and that's, and that is, uh, that's, it is, it's sad on a lot of levels, because when you get to that point where you don't even, you know, the effort, it's just not, and it's not because I didn't try. And that's another thing. I think I can walk away comfortably from something like that and giving up because I put everything I could possibly think of on the, on the table. Yeah. Try. Well, listen, oh, you
0: can't them. change somebody else. I think it t- does definitely take two people. If she's like, Mm-hmm. super stubborn and stuck in her ways. Yep. Some people are just, that's like their personality type, you know, it's, it can right. be really difficult. I get that, you know, and I, I don't know her. I just wonder right. what she would say about her relationship and how she feels in the relationship. I mean, could she be happy with how things are? Uh, no, and she isn't.
1: I mean, she's not stupid. I mean, she realizes that, uh, having a husband, uh, that, you know, is, uh, Healthy, you know, and doesn't have uh, issues. That 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 sex is something that that, that they need. It's just she just is still stuck, and so yeah, I think she has accepted
0: the fact that that this is what what we have. But yeah, it bothers her, but not enough to. It bothers her in that she feels like she can't give you what you want, or does it bother her that she? No, not it bothers
1: her that it, the bottom line is it bothers her that I can't be what she wants. And what does what she want? Problem. She wants me to be a father, a husband and go to work and come home and just kind of be that idyllic, uh, happy family. Uh, without sex. Without, with, with sex, um, in our bedroom before we go to bed at night. Uh huh.
2: <laughs>
1: that's it. um, you know, to the point where, where, for, and, th- and this is where it was my fault too. I should have said something earlier. I accepted the fact that, and and just thought of it as part of life, it's the, the lack of um, sexual adventures. Yeah. Uh, and I, and, I, and that, that's something I regret. I should have tackled this issue way earlier in our marriage. But I, it just, you know, That's something I I do regret.
0: So she would have... Do you feel like at this point, the fact that you haven't had sex in so long, is it not just because she hasn't wanted to do it or just because you don't either either because she wants it in a certain way. Like you say, Oh, just sex at in bed at night. So then why not have sex with her in bed at night? You know, just at least do, you know, just same, no difference than jerking off. Right. Right. uh, Use your imagination. Think of someone else, you know, I don't know. Right. And I I have done that, but then then
1: it gets into issues, you know, respect issues and stuff like that. And, and that, that kind of bothered me, uh, you know, uh,
0: what thinking of someone what, what, else you, no
1: just using your wife as a uh like jerking off
0: <laughs> wow i'm so uh, i'm so disrespectful i'm like what's the big deal you're helping each uh, other out like having you ever like well, thought. yeah someone but we really are because
1: because <laughs> it's it, it just kind of um gives you a false sense of uh and not only that yeah uh pregnancy
0: Right, because she doesn't want to. She, how, she okay.
1: Yeah. I I didn't know if I wanted to get into this that part because this was a. I don't know. It's. I don't. I. I'll, I'll try it anyway. Yeah. Is is. She, one of the 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 deal breaker, the official deal breaker, done done for us was. She. Um, we were using a form of birth control that she was in control of. And I think she got sloppy with it on purpose and became pregnant.
0: Oh, so you felt very shafted by that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I you thought, don't trust I her. I don't trust her. Mm-hmm. I felt very betrayed. I felt, you know. Yeah, uh, horrible. Because Horrible because yes. for so many years, I said no, 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 and we have a large family. Yeah, uh, I'm not going into. I won't go into numbers, but it's a lot, and it takes a oh lot my to God, care oh of no. everybody. I'm dying oh. to know how many kids you oh. have. Please tell me. Oh, tell
0: me. Just to give me the number, I won't go into it.
1: Okay, uh, we had number. our seventh. one. we had our seventh one just. <laughs> 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 and the set and the and and when we had number six, it was more like a. a deal like okay okay if you love me if you i'm sorry i'm imitating my wife here if you love me if you cared about me you would do this for me because this is what i always want this is my identity blah 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 and i said so i say fine basically and this is and then this is on me yeah it's on me
0: yeah you just gave it like
1: it's like just cave okay fine fine and then but but then i said no 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 yeah And, and then for the last years and year, like last four or five years, I'm like, no, 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 no. And then she would say, okay, I've accepted that. I, I, I understand, but I said, well, I should go get a vasectomy. (laughs) Oh, oh, it just froze panic. I mean, I thought I'd have to take her to the hospital to.
0: Wow,
2: yeah. right?, right, right.
1: And, and so I'm like, okay, okay, fine. It is, again, my fault for trying to make peace we were in. and so we were together probably over a six month period of time, maybe two or three times. And huh, what do
0: you know? One of those times was the time. And Did even though know. she was supposedly like, you were having sex with her thinking, there's no way we're going to have a baby because she's on birth control. We discussed I was it.
1: having sex yeah. with her knowing that it was possible oh. because I didn't
2: trust her, <laughs> but I'm trying to do the best I can. <laughs> right, oh my right, God. right, right, right. And, and then,
1: and then when she told me, oh, by the way, she waited, she waited uh, almost three months. Yeah. She couldn't hardly stomach the, the idea of telling me after all this, that that's what happened. Wow. And so she was like uh, almost three months pregnant. And, and then she decided to tell me and uh, uh, it, she was, and, and, and I just, I just, I just walked away. I just, Started walking. I walked for five
0: miles. <laughs> oh my God. You would have, if you were still able to look at porn, that would have been five hours on Pornhub. Yeah. You <laughs> right. you got you know, some good exercise. That's good. <laughs> I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Replacement. Yeah. Exercise is a big replacement <laughs> yeah, for me. You know? Yeah. So, uh, totally. the, 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 and the better you feel, the,
0: the thing is, about you get dopamine addiction. from exercise for sure. Like you, you get hits. You it abs. changes you your brain. You could never walk into the gym or do any kind of like running or anything without at the end of it feeling completely different and better 100 yeah, I, mm-hmm. I
1: uh i it's it's the weather's kind of crappy around here now but i i yeah when when it's nice i i get uh several miles uh, yeah yeah yeah. so uh so you did a five so, mile yeah, walk
0: I, ay, ay, ay. but
1: yeah no I mean I just kept walking and I just I didn't know where <laughs> I was going or what I was doing I oh my god yeah on going so that's that <laughs> and so and then and then we haven't been together since and uh and so now I got you know every the the, the whole range of kids in different stages in life and
0: <laughs> and I'm
1: and, and and the the you know don't quit your job because it you know it cost a fortune uh, to, to keep everybody uh, you know in shoes and clothes and fed and and so yeah so that's oh yeah, you feel trapped God. so so when I start found your podcast I thought you know what I, I do have somewhat of a unique story and it took me a little while to get the nerve up to email you but uh,
0: <laughs> no but this is what I love about my show and I'm so glad that I don't live in my own box because you know i got your email and it's like i did these things when i was young and i kind of was addicted to porn and i have like a vanilla yeah. sex life and i'm like okay yeah, you know what i'm gonna yeah. it's not boring but like okay this is what it is but you know what i always say to myself like i i never know i love getting on the phone with a total stranger and you know uh-huh. you ask someone enough questions or let them start speaking and it's like peeling back the onion and it so many times you know a story is just so much more fascinating than I thought it was going to be it's very rare that the opposite happens but sometimes it does like I so I get an email with someone and it's so much great stuff and then I get on the phone with them and it's like okay but like this I'm so glad that I you know said let and i said to you like let's have this conversation maybe it'll mm-hmm. be short we'll just do the porn addiction because i think that's a short story but i just really feel like this had so many other layers to it i mean oh yeah and it's oh, so yeah. Interesting, and I love that. I mean, look, I told you we might spend a half hour. We're only at, we're at an hour, and you like you're ready to just started with the thing with your wife and the kids and all that kind I of know, stuff. I mean, I that's a, another topic. I think it's very important. I'm a very fair person, you know. I'm not one of those of, that like, oh, I'm just into women's rights. I'm into anyone's rights, you know. I'm just like into fairness, equality, like across the board for everyone. And I just feel like you know, women should have the right for abortion and all those rights for women. But I feel like, you know, sometimes men do get shafted in that they don't have any (laughs) choice and they, you should have a choice too. You know, it really needs to be both people's decision to have a baby, you know, not, you know, and especially in this situation where you had many Conversations and many discussions, and it was clear that the last thing you wanted was number seven. Oh, and yeah, she went and did that. And I, I'm sure she did that on purpose, like you're sure. Oh, you yeah, it
1: was manipulation to the you didn't you trust know. her
0: for a reason. And I think that that's just not fucking cool. It's just oh, no. not. No. It's, it's and not it, it, cool it, it, to you. It's not cool to that child. It's not cool to your other children. It's just nope. not right. Mm-hmm.
1: I agree with you. And I see that's what, that's what that was the, the, that was the end. That was the end, officially the end for me. I mean, that was like, why, why am I even trying to do anything as far as therapy or, you know, I have no desire to be with this person really.
0: Well, that's hard because that's a trust issue. You know, it's not just, Oh, she's the vanilla and she doesn't give me sex and she's stubborn and she doesn't want to change. She's also, you know, you can't trust her. Like, and now, like I could imagine how hard that would be for you to go back and have sex with her when you have that right there. And now I, I understand it more with that part of the story.
1: Right, and then it is maybe this is a phone call for another day. I don't know, if, but as far as that, but, but part of it is is it's it's me too because sometimes here's where I where I my brain goes sometimes is is okay. I, I married somebody extremely inexperienced with sex, and when you get addicted to pornography, that doesn't just go away when you're when you're when you're done i i really do believe pretty strongly you can take that into the bedroom and and that and while she probably couldn't put her finger on what was happening yeah there's no doubt where where my brain was going sometimes when i was having sex with her and it wasn't good and so sometimes i think you know did that how how far back did that kind of behavior on my part set
0: us right know. and push uh, and, and for her to be pushing you away because she sensed that and it wasn't yeah cool. that's your part, part of things yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: so maybe part of the reason and she didn't know it and i didn't know it at the time that she was uh, a little adverse to some things sexually was
0: because they were too extreme That no woman would have wanted to do it. It's not porn in the the real life. Right, right, Right. exactly. I mean, what did my face look
1: like? What did I, you know? know? (laughs) I
0: love that. uh, That's very, I love that you bring that up. There was some famous musician talking about her addiction. I forget who it was. I think I heard on Howard talking about her addiction to porn and how, you know, it's just so not what it's going to be in real life, you know? And listen, I do no. not I think it's it's like alcohol, it's like anything that people are addicted to. No. Like I mean, porn is not bad. I believe in it for people, but like, you know, it is it's just like alcohol. I can make drinks for people. I think it's great that people could drink alcohol and have a great time. I just can't, you know? Right, um right. and I think with porn you know, the porn itself isn't bad. I think the people that are putting it all in a place and then shoving it, you know, it's, it's submitting it to you, like you said, in the way that gets you addicted to it, you know, those are the people that are making money and they know human nature and, you know, maybe right, those right. people have to, uh, you know, sleep, how do they sleep at night, you know? But right. it, porn is okay, but when it gets to that place, it isn't cool because these are the things that it could do to you. You know, you, you come to the yeah. table and you come to the bedroom and you want your girl to do these things that you saw and, you know, and it's just not realistic. And I think that, you know, people need to keep that in mind. But I yeah, think, definitely. you know, definitely. and I think that's. I think you know. You said it early on, and I and I love that you said it. You said I have a part in this too. Like I'm not just a, you know. And there always is two sides of the story, you know. So yeah, like,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: You know that might be a part of her story if I were talking to her. Like this is what he wants right. me to do, and I felt weird, you know. So right. I don't know my thing to you because we're gonna wrap this up. But like, I just feel sure. like as Long as you're alive, and I know that you quit and you gave up and you figured it out. And right now, you're probably in that place. You have, like, a I'm assuming now you have a very much a newborn. <laughs> if I do the math uh, of what you told <laughs> me, you know, you're dealing with a yes, small yeah, child, absolutely. you're there. I get, you know, yeah. maybe this is where you need to be with your solution. But, you know, I really yeah. hope that at some point, You go back to trying to figure out other options. If it's not leaving her, it's maybe changing things. Maybe when she goes through menopause and can't get pregnant anymore. I don't know. Maybe she's really the type that her sex drive will go out the window and then it's really off the table, but maybe that'll help you guys. I don't know, but you know, I would hope for you that at some point, and for her, that at some point you would... want you would go out about trying to you know have more than what you have now and fit, either fix things or you know try to figure out how to make it better that's it. Yeah. Because, listen, I can't tell people, oh, leave someone, you know, it's not black right. and white, you know what I mean, at all. No, did isn't. You know, no, I agree it, with that. it really no. isn't. And I, I never understood, I think when I was younger and i give people advice, I never understood why people wouldn't leave marriages more easily until I had a child. You know, people would be like, I can't yeah. do that to my child, you know, and that's, I think where, um, mm-hmm. when you have a child, you really understand. I mean, the thing as a parent, you think about your children's feelings more than anybody's. You know, I never gave a shit what anyone thought about me, but my son, I really care what the fuck he thinks. Like, I, you know, you just want to make your children happy. So I I know that when parents do actually choose to leave, and I I know that that is a really, really hard decision to make, you know? So I get it. I get it. Um, And I don't think it's wrong when parents leave. Like I wish, like my parents are still together. They never got divorced, but it would have been better for me if my parents got divorced because I am very commitment phobic because their relationship was so horrific to me that it makes relationships not really, I just don't really get it. You know what I mean? I don't really get why people would want to be married (laughs) because, but you know, because that's what was, so yeah, my parents stayed together. It wasn't good. So there's always two sides to that story, but I get where you're at and I totally understand it. Um and I just though hope that in 2 years maybe something happens that changes the game somehow and you can but I I really give you credit that you were able to get yourself off of that hamster wheel Oh yeah and get right. I hope that my show isn't triggering for your addiction i don't believe that i i i do porn on my show i always feel like i you know are i'm trying to tell stories you know and i hope that they don't you know send you down the rabbit hole and instead they are no no you know yeah yeah
1: it's it's interesting yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah, they're interesting
0: yeah yeah cool so um i but i think it's great that you kicked a habit it's very hard okay it's very hard Uh, I Not, think it's important, like you said, to say that it didn't happen overnight. I took years, but in, you know, it's funny when you quit an addiction, like in six months, you feel like, Oh my God, I'm so great. Like, I can't believe how far I come. And then you, two years later, you're like, wow, like that was nothing compared to this. And then 10 years later, right. yeah, yeah, you know, yeah.
1: I like, I like to hear that. That's, that's good. Yes. Yeah. And it it's, it's. Lots of falling on your face. Yeah, way it is at the beginning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you will reach for other things, and you're just like, oh, you know. Um, but it it just gets better and better. I'm 17 years, and it's oh, so much great. better than six years and 10 years, and you know, so it only gets better. It's the greatest thing you could really do is to try to work on that part of yourself. Try to stay in your life because not only do you feel better because your life becomes better because if you're really focused on your life and really present, you know, you're forced to eventually start taking care of business and doing things that you need to do so that you're happier. And I just hope that that comes up. I get that you have other things going on right now, um, but you know, I hope things get better in your marriage at some point. Because life is short. Wow. And so, you know, keep me posted if there are any major changes. I keep that phone you know. hidden. Okay. okay keep it fucking will. hidden. And uh, <laughs> thank you so much for calling in. I love this episode.
1: Okay. Well, great. I appreciate it, Kathy.
0: All right. Cool. Bye, uh, Sam. What yep. do we call you, Sam? Bye, Sam. <laughs> Sam.
1: Okay. Yep. See you. Bye. Bye. Hey,
0: everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode.